Hey y'all, and welcome to the Brave School Podcast. My name is Daje, and I am your resident story doula and host. I'm super excited to bring you another episode of Creative Courage and Entrepreneurship. This time we're talking about super practical topic, branding. Um, Branding is kind of my corner. I love talking about it. I love exploring it. And I love exploring new ways we can view branding that liberate us from systemic suppression in the marketplace, that liberate us from feeling silenced and afraid to use our voices and afraid to really step in and be creative and deep with our offerings. I wanted to offer a quick quote before we dive into this episode from Adrienne Marie Brown's book, Emergent Strategy. In her chapter on fractals and fractal frameworks, she talks about how when we do design the new world, let's design a world where people are allowed to be themselves, people people are allowed to be different, where we have diversity and uniqueness in the new world. And I think that that is so perfect for this episode on branding, because I think a lot of the times when we talk about anti-capitalism or we get capitalism critical, it can be really easy to jump to, well, I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to be talking about all the things that everyone else is talking about. We jump to this idealized perspective of socialism, which I'm not sure that I identify with either. So it's really cool to like be in between both worlds and just kind of exploring, which is what we do here. I don't identify with either of those terms. And yet here we are talking about it, branding, talking about capitalism, talking about what it looks like to consider people, consider the whole. In her book, Emergent Strategy, Adrienne Marie Brown says, nothing that has existed so far was the right way for everyone but there are pieces out there that we can begin to imagine together. And that's what I want to invite us into as we dive into this episode, that there is no right way to do this, that everything I present to you here is theory and it's all just speculation, but also some principles that I have moved on, but you don't have to take as principle, maybe just some thoughts that you can consider for yourself and for your business and how you want to move forward. This is probably just one of many episodes on branding since Brave School is a brand strategy space. We are a community of strategists serving creative entrepreneurs like you, artists, wild-hearted folks, healers through how to show up in the marketplace and maintain integrity of body and voice and skin. So hopefully you enjoy this episode as you dive in. And also just as a quick note and reminder, the Building Brave Mastermind is open for enrollment. That mastermind is the, it's my heart. It's my baby. I'm super excited about it. It's a three-month decolonized brand strategy program for wild-hearted artists and entrepreneurs. So if you're even a little bit curious about it, go ahead and head to braveschool.co slash buildingbravemastermind. You can also check out the link in the show notes. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Brave School Podcast. We explore the intersection between entrepreneurship, mysticism, and creative courage through human-centered curiosity and storytelling. 
This podcast is narrative medicine for the wild-hearted artist and entrepreneur who longs to show all the way up to their creative process. We hope you enjoy. Your brand is not your logo. Your brand is not your color palette. It's not your type palette. It's not your copy. It's not any of the assets that make up the visual identity or the visual representation of your business. Your brand is actually the story your customer believes about your business. Your brand is a story that's totally out of your hands in a lot of ways. When I share that with a lot of creatives and artists, sometimes it can feel a little disconcerting in the room. Even though there are other marketers in the field talking about this, talking about and educating on what branding is, I think it's really important to not just stop there at, hey, your branding is not the visual assets. And I also want to frame it up this way that when we leave branding there in the asset realm, we leave branding at the really pretty mood boards on Pinterest and the vibe of a business or an idea. If we leave branding at the logo, then we also leave the interactions that we have with our customers in the field of manipulation, which is a really big jump. <laughs> So stay with me for a second here. I want to share a perspective on branding that is starting to gain some traction as we begin to see how businesses are represented in the marketplace, especially corporations are enfolding these unsavory practices behind the scene every single day. We become more and more and more aware of our economic impact, what's behind the scenes of productization and the industrialism that holds up the systems of capitalism. So when we think of the word branding and we think of where that word in westernized culture comes from, it goes much deeper than your packaging. It goes much deeper than keeping it light on the internet or your color palettes. Branding is a term born from colonial efforts to dehumanize people. It was already a term that was used to describe searing cattle or searing livestock with the owner's mark. So taking an iron and heating it up in the fire and burning and searing that skin with the owner's mark. That was done to people. People were productized just like animals were productized and sold in the marketplace. And that owner's mark was a symbol of quality and product care. It was that that lasting symbol that let people know that what they got was quality, what they got was, was treated with the utmost care, right? So it was a symbol of care. And obviously, like, there's a lot that can be said about that, especially when it comes down to people and how we have over time 
made this practice of branding ourselves to compete for the marketplace. There's a lot of icky feelings that can be associated with that. And so I want to expose that branding isn't what we think it is. And it's it's so much more. And I think that there's also a lot of room in this field to explore this word. In my own design practice, I've been using the phrase narrative design to talk about what I mean by branding. And that's been a really helpful tool because it's helped me to explore the relationship my products and services have with my customers. But the brand, so let's talk about brand and then let's talk about all the different assets of the brand, right? So your brand is the story your customer believes about your business. It is not your logo. It's not your color palette. It's not any of those things. Branding is how the assets you create, create interactions between your customer and your business, right? So branding stand literally stands in the gap between your customer and your business and it negotiates interactions, right? So a lot of the times your assets can help to determine the flow of customer interactions. For instance, if you have a brand asset in place, like a framework, or if you have a brand asset like a website, it can help to determine the flow of customer interaction. So can logos and your color palette and your design choices, they can help determine the flow of customer interactions, maybe not the volume, but maybe the flow of trust, but it only goes so far without intention, right? So if you've got a really beautiful, minimal, quote unquote, brand out there, if your assets are doing all of the minimal millennial things and it's striking all the aesthetic chords with folks, but it's got no intention behind it. Say you're selling soap and you have no intention behind the way that you uh, package and produce that offering. Your packaging is only going to go so far. (laughs) Your quote unquote brand, your logo is only going to go so far before people start realizing this is just soap. It might be packaged pretty, it might have a really sleek, minimal logo, but at the end of the day, this is just soap. So you might also be noticing if you've been in if you've been in the market, if you've been in the field, if you've been doing digital marketing for your business or traditional marketing or however, the tides are turning in marketing. And with eco-consciousness. And consumer consciousness, consumer behavior is actually shifting. So how I've looked at this is that the temperature of marketing is shifting because people are becoming more aware of their buying choices. So no, you're, it doesn't cut it anymore. Like you, you cannot stop at your aesthetics any, anymore. I can't stop at my aesthetics. It just doesn't fly. And people are smarter than that. And In this economy, this capitalistic economy, we're waking up to the fact that capitalism has been lying to us the whole time. And capitalism is like, it literally works because it manipulates. And when we use assets to try to manipulate people into buying choices, well, 
that's the story that people end up believing about your business is that it's got pretty packaging, but it's no cigar. It's no, it's got no substance. It's not feeding and nourishing my soul, right? So enter brand strategy. Brand strategy is how you bring intention to the layout of your business story to create higher level interactions, more intentional interactions between your customer and your business. Brand strategy is where you start talking to your customer and you can use brand strategy in so many different ways. You can use brand strategy to what a lot of people do is exploit pain points for people. So find out people's like weakest points and then exploit those and create advertising that speaks right into the heart of someone's pain without developing relationship with those people who are sharing their experiences with you as a brand or a business, what have you. And that's what a lot of businesses have used things like market research for, market research tools to exploit people's pain. And it doesn't have to be that way. There are other ways to understand what people are going through in order to craft products and services that speak directly to what they need. And this is what I like to call story-based human-centered design. It's when we craft for the sake of responding to a real human need. And this is where branding literally has to move beyond the asset design. And it has to move into human-centered, story-based, curiosity-focused strategy and design where you're getting into your customer's story because you see them and you know them and you're crafting goodness. I call this your medicine. So it doesn't matter if you're a company of 500, 5,000, or if you are a solopreneur, you have a medicine and you started your business because you wanted to see that medicine impact people's lives. Right, Unless you literally went into business just to make money, and that's a different story. But that's not the community that I focus on with this podcast, so I'm just not even going to talk about that right now. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you, this wild-hearted, passionate artist, creative entrepreneur, and you want to bring impact into the world. And maybe you're feeling a little confused or maybe you're feeling clear about what the brand is and what it does. And you're feeling icky about it almost. You feel icky about marketing your products on the internet and sharing and selling. But there's there's an answer for that. And the answer is complex and nuanced. And the answer is inside of you. And the answer also lives in your community, right? I'm not going to give you a one-size-fits-all strategy, especially on this podcast, but what I can say is that when you get down into it and you start really examining, why am I here in this marketplace? Why do I make this medicine? And you get down to what your intentions are, and then you begin to see the person that you craft for, that person becomes more and more specific over time. And I'm going to say it, and I know a lot of people hate it, but this is called your niche. Your niche is your specific microcosm, your specific community that you are wired to create for. 
And a lot of people think of the niche as like one type of person, one demographic, but that's not it. That's also like focusing on demographics only. Marketing is also a very capitalistic way, very colonial way of moving about business and business strategy and brand strategy. What I'm talking about is even more nuanced than that. Your community has your specific dedicated community have very similar things in common. They're all different people, but they all have the similar things, fears, hopes, beliefs in common that you speak to and you speak to them through your medicine. You press your ear against the glass, so to speak, and you Listen in to the tension that they're experiencing so that you can go back to the table and craft medicine that speaks directly to your tension. That's human-centered, story-based design. You listening to the tension, you going back, you're crafting, you're getting intentional, you're really putting in your all and your goodness into crafting that medicine and taking it back to your community and just dialing it in asking questions, seeing people, engaging in their stories, understanding what's real, right? That's what branding can be, quote unquote branding, right? I don't even think it's really branding anymore. I like the term narrative design. You are crafting narratives, stories, interactions with your people that are impactful and full of courage, and full of goodness. So I want to leave you with that, because I could talk forever and ever about this, but maybe there is a way out of the capitalistic, voyeuristic idea of branding, where we are unknowingly manipulating, or knowingly manipulating people to buy from us through assets. But that only lasts for so long, right? Before people start to realize, you know, soap is just soap. What are you about? What do you stand for? What is the ache that you feel in this culture? Where are you pressing your ear against the glass? Our communities are no longer looking for pretty veneers. They're no longer looking for logos and brands that are really they're not they're no longer looking for pretty brands to follow they're looking for partners and products that really truly see them and care and not just see their pain points but see their wholeness they see and hold the vision of their wholeness and are manifesting and crafting for that wholeness right so may we be a culture that presses our ear against the glass. May we be a culture of crafters, medicine makers, and business owners, strategists, designers, who listen deeply to what our audiences, our communities, our microcosms are experiencing and craft for that, knowing that that's what this is all about. It's about supporting the ecosystem so that we can thrive So I'll leave it there and let me know if you have any more questions. What thoughts rose up for you out of this conversation? Do you agree with what I shared? Do you not? I'd love to discourse with you. Thank you for listening.
that ease. I don't know a limit. Chasing the dream. I don't know what sleepers. I got a queen. She let me to eat it. She ripe like a peach. She snappy to snip it. We well overdue for that link up and push. Text me to fall through a spider. She wrote it. Still up with courage. You're doing a service. Pull up to the crib. I'm equipped with the best strokes. Cut throat from the low low. When no love goes. When you buddy buddy like it's been that way. Thank you so much for listening to the Brave School podcast. You can find us on the internet at braveschool.co. You can also find us on Instagram at braveschool.co and find me, your resident story doula at the story doula on Instagram. I'm so excited to serve you. Thank you for being here, friend.